Love it. Reason. Swiss Beats and Mama's Bongile Kumalo. This is Azania. 8.10. 10 minutes after 8. This is Fresh Breakfast on Metro FM. Our take feature every Tuesday after 8. Hashtag Freshen Up. We're talking hacking this morning. Uh, Liberty are in the news because one of the servers, we're told, was hacked. Uh, in fact, Evans says, what Liberty is not telling us is that, yes, your client's money is safe, but there's greater risk in that your information is now out there or could be out there and be used for any possible form of fraud and crime in your name, mm. which they'll probably claim to be beyond their control. That is what Evans has to say. Uh, please share your thoughts, whatever's on your mind. We'd love to hear from you. Hashtag Fresh Breakfast. You can WhatsApp 0815773333. We have a hacking specialist on the line. Question is, does his business card say hacking specialist? Please welcome Dominic White. We're talking hacking this morning. Hashtag Freshen Up. It's our tech feature that we do every Tuesday morning after 8. Please welcome back hacking specialist Dominic White. Dom, seems like our line was hacked. Welcome back. <laughs> Thanks, man. Vodacom's got a vendetta for me. Okay. Hacking 101. What on earth is hacking? Let's start there. So, hacking's manipulating a set of systems or some technology to do something that the designers didn't intend. Okay. It's not necessarily criminal. So, you know, like calling it ethical hacking, we joke, it's like calling it ethical plumbing. You know, there shouldn't be an assumption that, uh, that plumbing is somebody trying to break into your house. Same thing with hacking. Yes. So people, it's, it's, it's based on intent. So a criminal will, will hack because they want to steal something or ruin people's lives or get access to some information. But there's lots of ways you can kind of hack for good. And that's, that's what ethical hacking is, uh, trying to show people where their vulnerabilities are. Uh, so, I mean, if ADT hacked things, you know, they'd break into your house and show you how you did it so you could fix, fix things before somebody else did. Yes. That's the general gist of what we do. Now, we're told about black hackers and white hackers. What are those? Because I know it has nothing to do with race. Yeah, so they're, they're black hat hackers and white hat hackers. It's an old thing left over from cowboy movies where the bad guy would always wear a black stetson and the, um, the good guy would wear a white stetson. Ah. The black hat for the, the bad guys and white hat for the sheriff. <laughs> so what's the difference? Like, what do the black hackers do? What do the white hackers do? So the main difference is intent. Yes. So if you're intending to um, steal something or ruin people's lives, the so people who sort of conduct denial of service attacks to take down websites to mess with companies, you know, that's a, your intent is, is negative or criminal, so you'd be a black hat. Oh, so if it's uh, People dark. who do it with permission. Sorry, after you. Okay, so if your intentions are dark, then you're a black hat hacker. Mm. Exactly, exactly. How does one actually get into hacking? Because we've heard of 10-year-olds who can bring down companies. Yeah, there's amazing resources online. Uh, I mean, you can go onto YouTube and start learning about hacking these days. It's, it's a wonderful world. But even before then, I mean, hackers have always been around because it's just people who have an innate interest in technology. Mm. So those of you who are kids who would, you know, take your toys apart to figure out how they work, you know, that's almost like an indication of a hacking mindset. You want to understand how systems work. And then the next step is figuring out how to manipulate them. Mm. So in terms of trying to, like, let's say you're talking um, open source, right? If you're trying yeah. to better a, a, a certain system, does that in essence kind of make you a hacker? 
Yeah, so, I mean, hacking's got such a, a wide use these days. You know, people talk about being creative hackers and growth hackers and all sorts of stuff like that. So it's become a bit blurred. So there's a whole online um, developer community, people who build open source tools who call yeah. themselves open source hackers. Yeah. So that's, that's different from kind of manipulating technical systems in ways the designers didn't um, intend. Uh. So, you know, if you... If you, if you hack a website, it doesn't mean you built some new functionality for the website. It generally means you, you put some input in that made it do something no one thought it could to bypass some kind of security mechanism. Yeah. Mm. Um, on a personal level, like for instance, there's a, there's a case that I'm dealing with right now where uh, somebody's said something offensive to me and then uh, called me the K-word. And then she claims that her account has been hacked. Can you prove, can one prove that your account has been hacked or not? How does one prove? It's a tough problem to crack. It's like one of the core problems in computer security. It's really difficult to prove that this exact human being was behind this account at the time. Mm -hmm. So the way we... You generally do that is you want to make sure there's strong authentication in place. Mm. So passwords are generally terrible authentication because you know, everyone shares their password or we all know that the company uses password one as sort of the general shared password, things like that. So the things like two-factor authentication have come in to help. So when you authenticate with your fingerprint or the mm. bank sends you an OTP, you know, that's an attempt to say, well, if you've got the device and you know the password, then maybe it's you. And the way you prove it is you look at the logs. So if you look, for example, at a Twitter account, and let's say they log in every day at 8 a.m. from a Vodacom IP address, and Vodacom gives you information saying they're based in, um, I don't know, Santon. And then one day somebody logs in from an anonymized Tor address coming from Russia. You can mm. probably go, maybe they were hacked. But then again, you can also do that to your own account to try and mm. cover your track. Mm. And so it's kind of the get-out-of-jail-free card. Oh, yeah, I was hacked. What kind of a career can a hacker have? In the IT industry Look, at large? I mean, it's, uh, I'm hugely biased here because there's not enough people doing this kind of work. So, yeah. I mean, if you're looking for, for work in the IT field, this is a great career to go into. It's a global shortage. You can work anywhere in the world. Um, but so the careers available are you can work for a company like ours, which sort of deals with offensive security. So that's where you break into people's systems mm. to help them better defend them. Uh, it's, it's a lot of fun, but it's effectively consulting. You can go work for you know, big corporates, the banks, um, people like Liberty, they hire people like us to run those teams internally. Yeah. Uh, and you can also go onto the defense side. So this is a cat and mouse game. So we call the, the hackers the red team, the military term, and the, the defenders are the blue team. Mm. And they've got to develop systems to try and catch us and monitor us. All of that log monitoring I was talking about with something like Twitter. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of people who are getting really good at this. And then there's the more governance roles. So people who manage these teams, um, who interact with the lawyers, uh, who understand things like Poppy. Uh, so there's really a large number of roles you can go into with it. And, and there's just a huge shortage of the skills. 27 minutes after 8, this is Fresh and App on Metro FM. We're talking to hacking specialist Dominic White. We have a tweet from Komoso. Komoso on Twitter says he's a certified ethical hacker. His question, do you think South African companies are ready to respond to incidents similar to what Liberty have suffered? Do we have the necessary skills to respond? The, the short answer is sort of. <laughs> so people like Liberty, they've got a lot of money. They're a big financial services organization associated with Standard Bank. I mean, they got a team of international people on this very quickly. So mm. they've absolutely got the capability to respond to these incidents. I mean, you saw... 
the hacker supposedly posted something on Pastebin yesterday or the two days ago. I mean, within hours that got taken down. The hacker supposedly released the files that got taken down. It may be with the hackers taken down, but I'm actually guessing they've got a team of international people just getting companies to remove this stuff. Mm. So in that case, yes. But, I mean, small to medium enterprises in South Africa, absolutely not. We've got zero ability to respond. Mm. Um, parts of government, also really poor ability to respond. Um, and, and, and even worse, is lots of, this is a really tough market to discern. You know, like if you take your, your car to a mechanic, if you aren't a mechanic and they just wash your car, you think they're services because you don't have an ability to evaluate the quality of the service you got. Yes. Very much like that in hacking. There's lots of people who can talk about it. Uh, you have no way to verify that I know what I'm talking about. I could be talking rubbish. So it's, it's, lots of people giving bad advice doesn't help either. So given the company that you work for and the stuff that you guys do, if you're unable to break into a system today, have you had a slow day? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, pretty much. So if you think about a criminal, not like a not like an act of nature. There are human beings who make smart choices. Yes. So if you say, try break into my front door, maybe you put enough bars in there and the door is solid and I can't break in your front door. But hacking is about being creative. So let's mm. look for the open windows at the back of the house. Or maybe every door and window is locked. Let's watch people entering the house and see when I can try and fake my way in by pretending to be a supplier or go in when a door is open. Mm. So, I mean, hacking, you'll always get in. It's just a matter of, of time. The questions that are more relevant is how long did it take you to go in, how noisy were you, and how much was there that could be used to catch you. Mm. Charles on Twitter, is there any way that Liberty can stop these hackers from doing a data drop of our data? Yes, our money is safe, but is our data safe? I mean, it's just big unknown because they've, they've released very little details about what they've got, and we also don't know what the hackers have got. There's some loose claims, could be rumor flying around, that they've got 40 terabytes of data from their email server. Um, so the way you'd stop them, ideally, is that law enforcement could get to them uh, before they, they can. But technically, the way the Internet works, you know, if they, if they upload that to some service somewhere, people will make copies very quickly. Yeah. It's very difficult to stop information and can be disseminated once it's gone online. Mm. And so, yeah, it's, I think it's a race to try and, and catch the, the guys. Who is Dark Tangent? Dark Tangent, DT. Uh, so it's a guy named Jeff Mott, and uh, he founded uh, a conference called Black Hat. It's the biggest hacking conference in, in the world. It happens in Las Vegas in the USA around August. And then there's DEF CON, which happens right after. So he founded those two. Uh, he's also just a, a luminary in the hacking field, an American hacker who's sort of gone on to, to work in, for US Gov, doing some interesting things. So he's like the Bruce Lee of hacking. Basically. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of uh, really good hackers out there. I, I, I use one of them. Is it thrilling to break into a system? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can see your tail wagging. Oh, yes. <laughs> what's yeah, your, no, it's a, it's a rush. Yes. What's your company? Where do people get a hold of you guys? Uh, we're, we're called SensePost. Sounds like SensePost, but sense your sense of smell. SensePost.com or at SensePost on Twitter or I'm at Singe on Twitter. Easiest way. Yes, SensePost is uh, where you can find Dominic White. Otherwise, follow at Singe, S-I-N-G-E. Dominic, I wish I was as geeky as you are. Thank you for <laughs> uh, sharing your time with us. Thank you for the opportunity. All right, then. Uh, that was uh, Dominic White from SensePost. They are, they, they, they hack for a living. Hmm.
Huh? I actually forgot to ask him something. What? Is Apple as as unhackable as they Maybe claim still there. It Dominic, you still there? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Is Apple as unhackable as they claim it to be? I mean, they're upset in the FBI. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a big question. So, I mean, parts of an iOS device are very difficult to hack. Uh, Apple as a whole company has got a really strong security team. Uh, they've hired really good people and they've made some good choices. Um, but I don't think they're significantly harder to hack than, say, Google as a company. Yes. Their devices, though, are harder to hack. Okay. Uh, Google's got this ecosystem problem. You know, we buy these cheap devices from Ackerman that don't get any updates, can't get updates, things like that. <laughs> Have you tried to hack them? Ask him for a friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, no, the company. Um, you know, no, no, we haven't. haven't <laughs> Dominic is fine. We'll, we'll, we'll not ask any more questions. Dominic White from Sense Post. It's time for the sports update. <laughs>